Hello and welcome to You Don't Care About This Band. I'm Joe. And I'm Stephanie. We're a band called Separator. And this is, uh, you know, I think I'm I think I'm just going to stop saying what episode number it is because I already forget. It's in the title. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no one cares. It's like seven or eight or something. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. We are um, just going to go over what we've been doing the last few weeks in preparation for our next few singles. Yeah, so we put out, um, let's see, today's the 23rd of November, and we put out Nightbird on the 26th of October, so it's been almost a month, and it was an interesting release because it was kind of more niche than the slate of releases we've like started with and are planning on doing, so I personally did not promote it quite as broadly. Um, I, I kind of focused on um, mostly just local publications and people because I didn't feel like it was going to be totally representative of who we are. Yeah, we actually didn't do any paid ads and um, or like uh, um, playlist submissions mm-hmm. on Spotify or anything like that where we, you know, we had the video to go with it. That was like the horror music video. If you haven't seen it, it's on the YouTube. Um, so it was more about like pitching the video to some some local publications yeah, and also just for sake of consistency with um, more regional or like genre-based uh, blogs and stuff, I just thought it would kind of throw people off if they heard that and think we're, um, I don't know, that our sound might might not be as super consistent. And it's not necessarily meant to be long-term, but right now there's a lot of connection between the first probably like at least five or six songs we're going to be doing. yeah. You don't want people to hear that first and think that we're like a synth wave, mm-hmm. uh, like um, horror thing. Horror yeah. course and <laughs> pop. Yeah. So we love the song. Um, but yeah, so really. It was a nice little break too. Yeah. And it's a fun, it was a fun song to make and to write lyrics for. And um, we talk about that, I think, elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so really what I did was I focused on like Seattle area people I'd been in touch with. Um, I always send it to every, pretty much every DJ at KEXP. So still hoping someday they'll give us (laughs) our shot. (laughs) I love KEXP. They're amazing. Um, We did, I had been in touch with someone from Ballard Vox um, and uh, we got some response from them. We're going to do something for them in the future and then the coolest thing was Nada Mucho, Seattle. Um, I had been sending stuff to them. Patrick Lactic and Matt, Maddie Ash, I think they're both every thing that we'd been putting out. And this was the one that kind of intrigued them enough because they were doing um, some Halloween and like horror themed stuff. So it just sort of fit right in. And, and it was the one that sort of prompted them to get back to me and say, hey, we've been really enjoying everything you've sent us do you want us to put this on our, or we're going to, basically they said, we're going to do a little bit about this on our Twitch show. Yeah, that was really cool. It was on Halloween night Mm -hmm. and they have a show on Twitch um, that really has this like cool public access kind of vibe, Mm -hmm. um, which is stuff I always appreciate and try to track down. I, I, I really like that kind of stuff especially if it's a, something where um this is kind of a nerdy tangent but something um you know growing up liking adult swim and all this stuff like 
uh, finding things that are like daily or, or like, you know, a couple, a couple days a week or something where you can't necessarily go back and see them all, um, is really appealing and fun to me. And, and also sort of like a podcast, you know, eventually it kind of feels like you're hanging out with your friends when it's on. And, uh, and the show is really cool. Uh, did we say the name? No, not yet. So it's called weird at night and, uh, and they're on Twitch and they're, they're based in Seattle and, um, and they're just promoting music, doing fun little, um, they had like a costume contest going for that episode and some other cool stuff. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. We hung out in the chat while the show was going and mm-hmm. they, they had a little piece about Separator. Yeah, and if you're the type of person who likes to stay up super late, which we both kind of are, I don't really anymore just because I'm on a work schedule. Um, but you especially really like to stay up super late. And I know a lot of creative people do. It's It starts at like, what, like midnight? Midnight. And so you can go on there and chat with other people and see some cool stuff. And yeah, so that was kind of our the funnest thing that happened out of this release, which I did so much less promotion for. So it was really rewarding to see that somebody wanted to um, still say something about it. And, and of course, this, it being sort of a Halloween-themed song, um, at least visually, if not in content, uh, was was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's It was a nice little break where we, we weren't feeling the pressure so much. Mm-hmm. And then it was a pleasant surprise that, uh, that a couple people wrote about it or, or showed it. And um, But now getting into our next two singles, one at the end of December and one at the end of February. Um, now we're getting back into the hard work. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I actually didn't, I still didn't get a chance to say that Women in Stereo also um, posted about it on their Instagram. Nice. And they, they put some clips of the video and they uh, they like horror stuff. I think it was Jen at Women in Stereo and I'd been in touch with her on Instagram. So I have to say that um, the two pro- approaches that worked the best here was like women in stereo. I originally got in touch with them in like a direct message in response to something they posted and they were mm. really cool and, and started chatting with me. And in both cases with them and not a mucho, it was the fact that I had sent multiple things um, and they had saw that we were releasing things consistently and of a certain quality. So I've said before that that's kind of my approach, but it's nice to see that it's already paying off that by showing, yes, we're doing this, um, and we're committed to it and, uh, we're going to keep doing this in the future. People, um, over time are, are starting to figure out that, um, they like what we're doing. It's really nice to see because it, it kind of takes the pressure off. Like, um, you know, you feel less, um, bummed out when you send a song out to a million places and then you don't hear back from anybody mm-hmm. um or you you know only hear back from a couple or the one you were really hoping would dig it doesn't get back to you and um you know that can be sort of disheartening when you're first starting out but now we're starting to see that like hey even that is fine because you know now like we're seeing with multiple um you know outlets they did see those and and now they're responding the mm-hmm. third time and they liked all three or whatever. So it, mm-hmm. it it really is relieving and I felt so much less pressure this time around and it just goes to show that, you know, now on our like third single release or whatever it was, I guess second proper, um, that uh, 
you know, we're getting into a groove, which mm -hmm. is what we're hoping for. And the video helped a lot. The fact that we did a little horror video, which was really popular this year. We saw so many bands putting out horror movie themed videos. Yeah. Uh, and so it was cool to have that kind of gave people something to like say about it. Like, oh, it's it's a little horror movie video. And um, that's we were talking earlier about this before um, the podcast, that that's something that we're not really focusing on Spotify right now. Um, we're more hoping people will watch the music videos and eventually if they like what we're putting out, they'll go to Spotify. And so this definitely got more traction on our YouTube channel than it did anywhere else. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think runway did as well because we're, we're always trying to direct people to the music video first to see the visual that we put along with it and hopefully subscribe to the channel rather than directing them right to Spotify. Um, but but yeah, that, that really worked well this time around since it, they did go together so well, the video and song and, uh, and, and I'm excited. Um, of course now we, now we have a, a big challenge on our hands video wise. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll let you talk about that since I was so, more on the promo. So, okay. So we're, um, like I said, we got late December single, late February single. We're on this bi-monthly single, um, uh, schedule right now and we're, and we're hoping to eventually make that one song a month to do that and to you know stay on top of things and really make it a well-oiled machine um, my goal is to stay one cycle ahead with uh, with all the content being ready prepped have the master of the song have it sent for distribution all that work that needs to be done before the release date done one cycle ahead one song ahead and so right now we have a single appetite and the next single um well TBD. i guess yeah tbd name uh we'll call it folly ado for now because that's what it was called um uh the songs are getting close and i was going to start figuring out what the music videos are going to be because every song gets a music video uh talk to elliot the art director and um we were figuring out some ideas and and seeing where we could go that was um you know maybe a cool place that was unfortunately closed down right now uh landed on this little cool cute little movie theater called the limelight in in bellingham that which is closed for good now they're not going to reopen right because they have another location called the pickford yeah this big beautiful uh lobby and two screen theater but they decided to close their little one down and um and we thought oh let's get in there before they like dismantle everything and we'll film some sort of cool you know movie theater video we'll be playing up by the screen we'll project some sort of public domain thing night of the living dead or something shoot some fun stuff of us like also watching from the seats or whatever Video's done. Yeah, super easy. Um, and we hadn't even got to the, the phase of like trying to call and ask if we could do it yet and that had to change. Yeah, so then, um, you know, we're, we're in Bellingham, Washington uh, and, and we had some new restrictions go into place, kind of a, a second lockdown kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, the gist is, is now 
indoor gatherings were banned and that was that was the main obstacle here is now because yeah, we couldn't have our art director we can do something together because we live together but we can't have our art director with us and also we can't go to a place that's like not our house really yeah or if anyone has to like be there to mm-hmm. supervise or whatever you know that's an indoor gathering and we uh you know follow the follow the guidelines and so um you know now we have a challenge we have to make two music videos if i really want to get one cycle ahead which I, I i i really want to make happen this time we have to make two music videos um in-house alone mm-hmm. again and we've already done runway we'd shot here in the studio um and nightbird we shot around our house and in our yard and we do plan on doing some we have our live set up over here if you're watching on the youtube you can, you can't see either but it's to this to the left of us and so we're going to be using that setup for some some performance videos so we don't want to just do a performance music video yeah we i'm sure we'll come up with another idea to do here in the studio or in the house eventually but but right now we don't have anything and we also just did both of those mm-hmm. so i started just googling around um last october we put out a demo of a song meet cute i made this little video of it with public domain um old black and white movies and that had some performance footage of us as well yeah and uh yeah i didn't want to do that exact thing again like old public domain stuff so i just started googling around like like free to use footage like um and various keywords like that eventually i stumbled across this um this site called Pexels, P-E-X, Pexels. And uh, on it was um, uh, filmmakers from around the world putting up stock footage that they've made uh, in in various little collections of photo and video. And um, anything on the site, you can use... Uh, you can public domain you can use it you can manipulate it which i was which you know i was looking for mm-hmm. because you know i need permission to manipulate and post it and it looks like you can do all that you can't monetize it and they prefer you know if you credit the creator and mm-hmm. maybe put a link to their paypal which we will but i ended up finding some really cool stuff on there yeah it's um, for a lot of bands, it might not be ideal because they'd want to monetize their content, but we're still in such an early stage that we're not even thinking about trying to make money off of a music video yet. And you can, I think, contact them. Um, I'm sure you could work something out with them maybe. if you wanted. Or, you know, if not, I, we can just do another music video down the road that we can monetize for it if we need to change it. But it's perfect for us now um, because we just want to make something cool that... Um, that we can still have some artistic freedom on. Yeah, it's, it's, I love finding, I really love the challenge of coming across something or shooting something very quickly and unplanned, like we talked about last episode or or the Nightbird episode, um, where you, you, you now like, this is what you have. That's all you have for it. See what you can make in editing. And oftentimes I find that, it, it really comes out in editing. The concept usually comes to life in editing more so than if you tried to plan that ahead of time. 
Mm-hmm. And and that's just such a time saver and also just really exciting and fun. I was out here starting to edit it together and just like, I was like jumping up and down, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's, again, this is just what works for us and our workflow, whereas we're not the type of band at this point or the type of filmmaker, if you're not, a, if you're into that kind of thing, that's gonna go in with, an absolute like artistic vision ahead of time. We're very much, as we've talked about before, of the like, let's just see what comes out of this. Let's just try it and see what comes out of it. So this is kind of the perfect resource for us. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I got excited right away when I found the site. Brought uh, brought my laptop inside and 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 showed stuff and and was like, check this out. And and this one user on Pexels in particular. I think the username is Cotton Bro, <laughs> and um, I think yeah, that sounds right. I think the, I think he's from like Russia, or somewhere. Yes, I, I think I think Russia, and had these various collections of photo and video that were really striking to me. I just really liked how they looked, how he shot, how he did lighting, and the best part is that they they sort of for the most part had a sort of surrealist um uh tinge to them Mm -hmm. yeah just like a little bit of something felt feels a little weird and off about them yeah like a dream kind of pretty much all in slow motion gorgeous looking shots and so we just started digging through the collection Mm -hmm. we found uh we found two separate collections that fit together really well and and what's funny is I, in editing, I started to find these things that had to be unintentional, mm-hmm. but like, you know, the model in this one and the, I mean, model or actor, I don't know what the term is, if they're just like in stock footage, whatever that's called. Each video is like less than a minute. Most of them are pretty short. Yeah. And I would find like, oh, they both did the same like action. And so um, it was really fun to like, then I started to develop this like narrative in my head in editing where like, oh, these two people are like separate, but they're like connected without knowing it. And this whole thing started to come together just in editing. I went crazy downloading a bunch and just started throwing it together. And and I, I had the video done that night. Mm-hmm. And um, this this song, Appetite, being one that I wrote the lyrics for, as most of them are, the, you, some of the lyrics are yours and a few of our songs. Um, you show me the video. We watched it the second time, t- or I saw it the second time today. It had been a few days since I seen the original rough cut. And I really felt the narrative of the visual connect to the narrative of the lyrics in like such a strong way in ways that like I don't even think you fully understand because I have things about the, that I associate with the lyrics that you'd have no way of knowing. Right. Yeah. You should tell me about that sometime. I mean, I don't know if that's anything like specific. I think it's, it's just like the, the mood and the intent right. and like, it's like the feeling of them. the feeling of this exactly matches the feeling of this. And it's, and it's also in a matter of like me projecting my, my um, thoughts about it onto these little clips that are sort of a blank canvas mm-hmm. that we can combine with our music and our lyrics and add a narrative to it's it's like so strange because this person puts these 
photos and little videos up with just sort of, they probably have a story behind it, but our story is going to be so different. And so many different people could look at these videos and make a totally different narrative out of it. And it's like, it's I'm just fun. <laughs> really excited to put it out for that reason, yeah. because now, you know, we got this sort of uh, obtuse, like, you know, you could kind of take out of it what what you're going to, what mm-hmm. you're going to take from it as the viewer and everyone might have a different interpretation. So I'm, I'm really excited to put it out. Mm-hmm. So that's so- instantly solved this problem and fed into what I want separator to be, which is sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, we have spent years cutting out variables that we have trouble dealing with and, and kind of chiseling us doing a band down to its very core and only the essentials and a routine and a schedule that is sustainable, fun, exciting, not overloading us. And um, finding a, a tool and a resource like that gets me really excited because in a time like this where all of a sudden one day you can't go make a video when that was the plan... I can still make a video. In fact, it's already shot. Mm-hmm. It's already been filmed and uh, color coded and uh, or color corrected and and all that. And I'm just like assembling, mm-hmm. assembling these sort of stray parts into a a whole new creation, like a Frankenstein's monster of a music video. And it just removes a whole element. Um, actually, having to shoot shoot a video out of it not that I mean we're very eager to get back to that and to working with our art director again someday but I know for a lot of people it's been really difficult to be productive in the same way and so if this can be something that people can use and feel less intimidated by making a music video because the amount of content you have to put out with each song that you do is is massive now in a lot of ways and so it really um takes away again you can't monetize it but you know you can do something different down the road but it really takes away barriers like things like this are removing barriers for bands um to be competing at a level with people who have a lot more money yeah and even think about the quality so obviously i you know i'm not showing you a clip right now but but uh, you know, these are very well shot, you know, I can't imagine what camera he has, probably something we could never afford. The lighting too, it's got to be like a huge... It's amazing looking and Mm -hmm. now our video that is made for free is going to look that good. And of course, you know, we'll we'll try to kick him some money on PayPal or whatever, (laughs) but essentially for free, um, now we have a piece of content that looks just as good. Like I thought it looked like a St. Vincent music video. Yeah, it really does look like a mass seduction era, um, St. Vincent styling. Yeah. So it, it, you know, it also got us really excited to finish the song mm-hmm. and, and get, you know, really get into the zone making the rest of the content, which will probably mostly be made from the additional items in that collection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of photos and stuff from the same sessions that I can then turn into little pieces of promotion. You know, the unfortunate thing being that it's then less of a collaboration with Elliot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're working with what we can do <laughs> right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. And seeing how cool the video is turning out also makes me want to put, you know, we have demo vocals for it right now. And it really made us kind of rethink like um, how we want the vocals to do to be and how they work with the visuals that yeah, we have. That's true. It's mm-hmm. like now that now that stuff that the guy from across the world <laughs> shot and has no idea who we are like that those shots are now like kind of informing how this how the vocals are going to be delivered and and how this song is is going to be in the final mix um so little things like that have us really excited um there's a lot to do both songs still need to be finished mixed mastered the music videos need to be finalized and exported and then the real tedious part starts that I've talked about uh, a couple episodes back, which is just like the staggering amount of little tiny pieces of content that you need and different formats and sizes and and all that stuff. But now I can really dig in because I, I have the resource. I know what I'm doing. It's not just this thing on my to-do list that is like, oh, God, we got to figure out what we're doing for that. Yeah, it really simplifies the whole process. And it's not something that we want to do with everything forever, but it's been really rejuvenating for us because we were really stuck. Like, what are we going to do if we can't get together and make a music video? And even if we could do that, making all the other additional content is, it, it's just daunting. Yeah, and it's nice to have, like, we, we've done it before and we can do it again, but it's nice to have, like, a little bit less of that going on this time around yeah with runway it was the opposite i had the idea i knew what i was doing it was really fun and we made all that stuff really quick but yeah the night the night where after the restrictions were put in place sitting around and not having an idea come to me was was it was starting to get a little scary because we don't even though nobody cares about the bi-monthly single release no one's sitting around waiting for it it's all about consistency so Mm -hmm. we said we were going to do that that's the plan and we want to stay on that you Mm -hmm. know we don't want things to get delayed and and the podcast is even a good example you know we need to get a couple episodes ahead on the podcast so that we won't end up having to like oh no we gotta like delay this week or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah the schedule is definitely more for us right now than it is for anything else it's the discipline and the consistency for us um, to be putting out things um, on a regular basis and make sure we're doing it in, in a timely manner and giving us some motivation. Um, and then over time, it's going to become something that uh, that our, hopefully our fans can look forward to and depend on as well. Yeah, hopefully at some <laughs> point. If you're, if you're watching right now and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe and uh, go check out the songs on Spotify. And, um, and yeah, it's it making all this content consistently. Yeah, it's definitely for us right now. And it's also, it just keeps us excited and motivated. You know, they, we have the other two series on, on the YouTube channel, that, uh, Less Talk, More Work, which is a, a kind of a, a live look at our workflow in the in the audio program mixing and stuff and and we also have discography deep dive well if you've noticed if you're a subscriber uh neither of which have had an upload in a while mm-hmm. 
and and you know it's because we, yeah we're kind of trying to get ahead so we can bank time to to stay ahead on all those things and and keep our head above water and mm-hmm. and it's nice to finally feel like we're starting to get there mm-hmm. yeah sometimes we get ahead and then we fall back behind again <laughs> and you know we're people and it's this it's 2020 so we're giving ourselves some grace but we're also um, making sure we put the work in yeah i mean for me i know it's uh you know it's different for you we're, we're very different in that regard like we've talked about in the in the mental health episode for me i need that like i need i the world could be crumbling down around me i need to focus on this cool creative thing that i'm that i'm doing and that's keeping me grounded and sane and not worried about everything because you know no matter what i can come out here and i can make this cool stuff to put out and people can watch it if they want (laughs) yeah and for me it's a lot harder mentally to get into a creative space when i'm not um when things are just not uh the best you know always there's going to be issues and life's not going to be perfect but yeah it's been tough this year but it's been tough I think for a few years for me just because of various things going on apart from pandemics um and I'm I'm really learning how to deal with that but I it's been hard to be creative in the midst of hard times and so yeah we're we're really we really work differently yeah I'm I have a lot of hope that that can start to even out, though. Mm-hmm. You know, as things, uh, as we're seeing lights at the end of the tunnel in the world, um, and and you know, picking up on 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 gaining that headway we need, um, I'm hoping that we can we can strike a better balance mm-hmm. because right now it's it's at least feeling like it's getting better. Mm-hmm than you know those really tough times that we we're talking about but um but i do really look forward to the future that um we can really be working more in tandem is that yeah the- we've made good strides um getting we're always going to have different approaches and different ways of dealing with our lives um but also this is in some ways it's creative outlet in some ways it's a it's a form of a job for us and so um, we're really learning how to mentally approach everything um, in a way that's sort of more separate from like who we are outside of the band. Yeah, and and also you know I'll use sustainable again. You know, it. I feel like right now something I need to figure out for myself is a sustainable way to keep my expectations reasonable. Um, for what I can do and also what to expect from you. Mm-hmm. And and that will allow me to not like put that pressure on you mm-hmm. or feel like, uh, like, oh man, I have to go out and do work. And, uh, you know, these things that, that aren't productive ways of looking at it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and lately I've been, I say lately, this week kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of just starting to get into it. I'm really... Um, kind of on this new thing of like, well, I'll go out and I'll just start making content and stuff and then, and then, uh, and not worry about it instead of being like, come on, we both need to go out and get started. And it's, and it's kind of started to work out where Mm -hmm. then I'll make, then I end up with something cool and then you're getting excited about it instead of, you know, 
uh, arguing about it or yeah. something. And it's nice for me because I, um, a lot of sort of alone time is good for me, though I have to be careful the way I use it because obviously just kind of sitting around watching TV or whatever I'm most tempted to do isn't going to energize me in the way I think it's going to. So I try and use that time when you're out here um, to maybe we have an exercise bike. So maybe work out, maybe do some vocal exercises, maybe play guitar, which I'm slowly picking back up again. I'm terrible at it and I always have been, but, um, it's in the past been a useful tool for me for songwriting. And also it's a fun way to be using my voice, singing songs and, and things like that, that I'm learning by other artists. So it's kind of works out for both of us. And then we try and make sure that we're also, um, both out here together at times, either whether it's for rehearsal or doing podcast or um, recording vocals or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I think it's really gonna start to start to smooth out, and we're we're starting to find our flow with a lot of the elements of our our new plan here, and and. I'm I'm really looking forward to next year. I feel very positive and enthusiastic about next year. I know that um, putting all your hope into the end of a year and the start <laughs> of a new one is can be dangerous, but um, but I'm excited. I think <laughs> it's going to be great. And this concept that we're talking about of band sustainability, um, of resources, of you know. W- working together and handling how we're different people with different issues and stuff is is become kind of a theme here and and i i think that's really good and it's something i want to keep in focus and hope that that'll help other creatives and and just other people that need to like get shit done on a (laughs) consistent consistent basis yeah so i mean we could go on but we're going to start talking in circles pretty soon so yeah. Anything else that we want to talk about? No, that's good. I, I um, yeah, I don't, I don't actually know what we're talking about next episode, but, um, but we will see you then because we're staying on top of things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is you don't care about this band. I'm Joe, and I'm Stephanie, and we're a separator. Nightbird is still up on YouTube and Spotify, and our next single is coming out at the end of December. Thanks. Bye. Bye.